0: Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation Lesson 71 Hello and welcome to lesson 71 of learn Persian with Chai and Conversation. In this lesson, we're continuing our exploration of Fuzufaruzad's poem, Fatehbal or Conquest of the Garden. So let's begin by hearing what may or may not be Fuzufaruzad reciting the portion of the poem we learned last week, and continuing to what we will be learning this week. همه می
1: ترسند، همه می ترسند اما من و تو به چراغ و آب و آینه پیوستیم و نترسیدیم سخن از پیوند سست دو نام و هماغوشی در اوراق کوهنی یک دفتر نیست سخن از گیسوی خوشبخت من است با شقایقهای سوخته بوسه تو
0: So last week we learned that Farooq is saying Or everyone is afraid And she defiantly says that You and I are not afraid Because we've joined with light and water and mirror which are symbols of marriage. So, hearing just this part, you think, okay, everyone's afraid because of their uncertainty, but through this institution of marriage, we're no longer uncertain, so we're not afraid. But lo and behold, this week she surprises us with what is actually going on. So, let's listen to the full portion of the new section we're going to learn this week. <laughs> All right, so it might sound like there's a lot going on here, but there are some easy concepts and repeat words. So let's go over these now and see what we can learn. So first of all, she begins the section with the word sohan. Sohan means a speech or in this concept, a topic of conversation. Sohan. So, for example, as I'm recording this, the UN General Council is taking place, and all the heads of state are having a sohan on the world stage, so a speech. Sohan. So here, Furug uses the word as meaning the topic. Sohan. So topic of conversation. So the general idea is, what I'm saying is not the joining of two names and embracing in the old pages of a ledger. So let's go over each of these words as we learn them in the poem. So, means the numb or lifeless joining of two names. So the word sust means numb or lifeless. So if your leg goes to sleep or something, it would be sust. Sust. And similarly, a person can become numb to the world. Sust. And the subject here is Do-Nam, meaning two names, Do-Nam. And I shouldn't be repeating this. You should know this if you've listened to the lessons before, but when I say a word, I will pause afterwards and you repeat it after after me. So again, let's do that again, Do-Nam. And Do is the number two, Do. And Nam is the word for name, Nam. So together, it's two names. Donam. Another thing that has to be noted here is that in Persian, we have the concept of ezofi, which we explore in detail in lesson 26. And it's the way to join words together. So, peivand, the word peivand by itself is joining. Peivand. And sust is num. Sust. And the sound izofi is é, and you'll hear it at the end of these words, peyvande, suste. So it's the way of joining these words to the subject of donam, two names. We're not going to get too into the detail of the grammar. You can go back and listen to lesson 26 to hear in great detail how izofi is, is used. But for now, just know that the word itself is payvant, and then we add the é sound at the end to join it to our noun. So the poem says "peyvande soste donam," the "nam" joining of two names, "peyvande suste, donam." So let's hear this portion of the poem again. So moving on, "va" we've heard several times. It means and va. Hamorushi is a longer word and it means embracing. Hamorushi. It could also be translated as going to bed together, literally, so sharing a bed. Hamorushi. And the next word is one I've never heard in normal conversation. But it's in the poem, so let's learn it. It's orag, And this is translated as papers. Orag, Kohne is a very common word, and it means outdated, ragged, scrappy, old. Kohne. So something that is kohne has become dusty because it's so old, and it's discolored, and the edges are bent. You get the idea. Kohne. And daftar is the word for notebook, but in this case, it's referring to a marriage ledger that is used to legally record a marriage. Daftar. So putting it all together, it's dar daftar," which means the joining on the pages of an old ledger. There are two more transitional words to learn here. Dar means in. Dar. So ham dar the joining in ham dar and then yek daftar the word yek simply means one or a yek so a ledger yek daftar so let's follow the izofiz or the e sounds and see what words are linked together in the sentence urare kohne yek daftar so again, orag means pages. Orag. And kohne means old and ragged. Kohne. So the fact that these two words have an e sound after them or the ezafe shows that they are describing the noun that comes after them. And that noun is yik daftar, a notebook. Yik daftar. So putting it all together, it's orage kohneye yik daftar. So yik daftar, the joining in the pages of a ragged notebook. Let's say this all together. These are a lot of big words. dar yik daftar. And finally the word niest means is not niest. So let's listen to this whole sentiment again. So, so to translate it literally, she's saying, the topic is not the lifeless joining of two names and linking up in the pages of a ragged ledger. So let's repeat this again line by line. So, as pevandis susidonam Vahamorushi Dar orore yik daftar nist. So the nist comes at the end of the statement and it's talking about sohan, sohan nist. So the talk is not, the topic is not. So what is she talking about? What is the joining of two names in a ledger? Well, as we said in the previous lesson, in the Persian wedding tradition, you set up an altar with these symbols of marriage. At the same table, an old man is seated, reading to you the rites of marriage, after which he asks the man and the woman to each say their do's," or in the Iranian case, their Balis, which means yes. After that's done, he signs their name in his ledger, making the marriage official. So at first, Furukh says that the couple is joined by the light, mirror, and water, making it sound like she's talking about marriage. But in this next section, she counteracts that and says she's not talking about marriage in the way we are thinking, in the traditional sense. She's not talking about names in a ledger. So let's listen to those two parts of the poem once again. Hame meet our son, Hame meet our son, the mom and two, which are all but
1: all Yennepeva seen when not our city. So Hannah's pay when the Suste don't, the Hama Great, and
0: hopefully you got all that. Again, on the website, by becoming a member of Chai and Conversation, you can access our bonus materials, where you'll be able to practice each of these words individually until you've learned them completely. And that really is the best way to learn: to practice until each word is clear in your memory and understanding. So let's hear the last part of the stanza. <laughs> So again, we hear sohan, which means the topic or the speech. Sohan. Gisu is a kind of poetic term for hair. Gisu. The more common word for hair we hear more often in conversation is Mu. And I have actually only personally heard Gisu in poetry, so it's a poetic way of saying something like locks of hair. And it brings to mind luscious locks. The word means lucky or happy. Choshpacht. So gisuyah means my happy hair. And the last word there, manast, is a combination of the word man, which we know, which we know means me, and ast, which is the word for is. So man and ast. So together, it's manast. So, Sohan az gisuyye meaning what I'm talking about is my happy, luscious hair. Or more literally, the topic is of my lucky and happy hair. Sohan az manast. So, ast is the opposite of niest, which is what we hear in the first part. So, niest means is not. And hast or ast means is. So let's say this one more time. Sohan as gisuye choshpachte manast. Alright, in the last part. So this is some very sensual and beautiful imagery. So we've heard the word sharyh before, it means poppy flower or the anemone. Sharayerha is plural, so poppy flowers, shagayirha. And shagayirha ye suhteye altogether means the burnt anemone of your kiss. So surte is the word for burnt, suhte. And boos is the word for kiss, Boos. Busseh is the way to make a kiss from a verb to a noun. So bussehito means your kiss. Bussehito. Shagayaghaya suhteh means burnt poppy flowers. Shagayaghaya suhteh. And remember shagayagh is... The anemone or poppy flower, which means this is also a double reference to opium. So the concept of being high off of a burnt kiss. And altogether, meaning the burnt anemone of your kisses. So altogether she's saying, I'm talking about my happy luscious hair with the burnt anemone of your kisses. She was, so she's negating that she's talking about marriage. Instead, she's talking about the real physical love between her and him. She's talking about locks of hair and kisses. So again, all together. <laughs> And because there are so many new words here, it might take a few takes to really get it down, but hopefully it won't be too difficult. And now let's listen to the very beginning of the poem, to this section we've gone over today, and hopefully you'll understand the whole thing. <laughs> And that's a wrap for Lesson 71. We've covered a lot today, so make sure to jump on the website, check out the transcript of the poem, and learn it word by word in phonetic English. And as always, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the poem, And I can't wait to receive videos from you all learning the poem. In the next lesson, we'll go over the last portion of this poem we'll be learning. So see you next time on Learn Persian with Chai in Conversation.